Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell... I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. Yeah, my name is Nigel, Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show, here to go off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Do you park in the garage, or is your garage stuffed with junk? Oh, no. I'm, driveway? I am I am a garage parker, and here's why. Let me tell you, because, Nigel, yeah. I've rented many homes over the years, and I did not have a garage, and... So as such, now nice. that I'm a homeowner, I'm uh, I'm in the garage all the time. You've seen my garage. i got a big flat-screen TV hanging up yeah. in there. I spend most of the time in the summer and fall watching uh, various sporting events in there. You've... Um You've got a garage that is nicer than it's, like a a four star hotel. No, 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 no. no. It, it's actually not. It's very dirty. It's a dirty, greasy, grimy garage that gets a lot of dirt, a lot of leaves in. Um, and my wife often wonders because I send the cat call out to the neighbors on Sundays. <laughs> I just send like a gif of a garage opening and shutting. <laughs> The beer's open, the football's on, and like my wife, you know my wife, Lindsay, she's oh, like, yeah. why would anybody want to come to this dirty, we have a nice house, but the garage is just just yeah. completely, it, it needs some work, but I appreciate the compliment. All right, on to the midterms. You're 30,000 foot of, of what happened um, with the election Tuesday and why there was no red wave like some were predicting. Well, two things. One, I think we are past, and I said this on the air today, I think we are past, yeah. at least for the foreseeable future, either way, the idea of a wave. And I say that because the states have so gerrymandered these congressional districts that they are almost in many cases, now there are some swing ones that go back and forth, but for the most part, like in Indiana, there are seven Republican districts that no matter what it is or who's running, the Republicans going to win. Clearly, as we saw, there are two Democrat districts that no matter who's running or what's going on, Democrats going to win. So it's very hard to have waves either way. Same thing is true in the Senate because the the movement of people based on their political ideologies into or out of states has made it very hard for many states to flip uh especially in one election cycle. So I think the idea, uh, look, the Republicans won the House. They may win the Senate. Senate's going to be very close, either yeah. way, 50-50 or 51-49. And the House is going to be Republican, but it's going to be, you know, m- moderately Republican. So that's where we're at in society. I mean, that's kind of the initial prediction of this election, wasn't it? Then, you know, guys like me, I was like, oh boy, the elevator doors open are going to like the hotel in Shining and it's going to be a big blood red wave (laughs) flowing. And that was just because I saw a lot of the polling coming in to the election as as the uh, campaigns in the election was getting closer. There were certain candidates that were very, uh, there were tight races where there shouldn't have been, been tight races. Lee Zeldin, um, uh, against Hochul, uh, governor in New York, was one of those. And, and by the way, you mentioned, I think a lot of people, one of the reasons Lee Zeldin lost in New York, let me see if you can test this theory, is a lot of people moved out of New York yeah. and down to Florida. I agree. And, and, and you notice this in, the, in Zeldin, in, in the down ballot in New York, they flipped like four uh, liberal 
uh, blue seats in Long Island alone, yeah. and I think that's because Lee Zeldin was the hero there. Here is that- the here's the here is one thing though that the Republicans are going to have to figure out real fast, which is when you look at what happened in Florida in which Ron DeSantis took, and yes, there have been a lot of people move in who agree with his politics, but they've moved there because they agree with his politics, and he took a state that he barely won by the skin of his teeth, and he wins by 19 points, and not only that, but he lifts Marco Rubio in the process to a a blowout win as well. When you compare how a DeSantis did compared to how poorly the Trump-endorsed candidates did, Trump is a poison on the Republican Party in general elections. he, He had a couple hundred wins, though. He had, a couple, he had a couple hundred successes. Yes, Greg, Greg Pence's re-election was always in doubt. Yes, Trump really really swooped in there at the end and made all the difference. But I think the most obvious example is what happened in Pennsylvania yeah. with Oz uh, and Fetterman. How did how did Fetterman win? Well, there, okay, so two things. One, there's no there's no candidate you can look at and say Trump carried that person to victory. Uh, there are candidates where you can look at and say Trump was a drain on the ticket, such as Dolak in New Hampshire, such as Oz in Pennsylvania. And what happened, this is what I love. What happened in Pennsylvania is the same thing that happened here in Indiana, yet there are people in Indiana going, how could it possibly be that people would vote for for Fetterman? Well, I'm sure if someone knew who Diego Morales was in Pennsylvania, they'd look at him (laughs) and go, how could those people possibly vote for Diego Morales? It's tribalized straight ticket voting. Morales and and Fetterman are basically the same guy. They're unqualified, incompetent buffoons, but because of the straight ticket voting and overall trend of the state, they're going to hold public office. Was the issue of Dobbs, the Dobbs decision, Roe v. Wade, that fallout, uh, the aftermath of that, did did Republicans not, I mean, the polling, every poll you saw was uh, people are worried about crime, people are worried about inflation, gas prices, energy, uh, open border. Did they underestimate the importance of Roe v. Wade or the Dobbs decision at all here? Well, I think the polling is showing that young people obviously overwhelmingly yeah. voted for Democrats. They came out in higher numbers. Yes. And look, in a place like Georgia, where they're now in a runoff, that that probably made a big difference. It may have made a little bit of an impact in Pennsylvania. But here's the thing. Candidate quality matters Dr. Oz, it wasn't like, for the most part, people were saying three weeks out, well, it could be 55 Republican seats, and they only got 51. <laughs> I think the realistic best-case scenario was uh, 52-48, and it looks like it's probably going to be 51-49. Oz was a terrible candidate. The Dolock guy in New Hampshire was a terrible candidate. Blake Masters in Arizona, may win, may lose, don't know, not a great candidate. Herschel Walker, now I underestimate, I thought Herschel Walker would do Better is he a quality candidate? Well, he had some major issues, but I thought Herschel Walker's ability to get people who loved him because of his football acumen and 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 playing ability, he was a bad candidate. But I just thought the name Herschel Walker would have more more gravitas. I just think we are so in our corners now in terms of Republican good, Democrat bad, or in Democrat states, Democrat good, Republican bad. That it's just really hard to sway people anymore. You mentioned uh, Masters, Blake Masters. In Arizona, right, he going is. up against Lee, um, he's behind right now. There's still a chance. Why? But the bigger picture in Arizona, and and I, I like the governor, the gubernatorial candidate, yeah. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, she's fun. But the bigger picture in Arizona is why? Why is it taking so long to get the votes together as opposed to someplace like Florida, who was on it? So, so think about this: Florida had just experienced a major hurricane, and 
is about to experience another <laughs> yeah. and all, had all the ballots counted the night of, and it's always these same places. It's Nevada. It's Arizona. Like, we, the, the, How do you not have a winner for days and days <laughs> and, and, and days? It's ridiculous. What do you think is going to happen ultimately down the road in Marion County? Ryan Mears, prosecutor, I mean, he won that, that right. race handily. I mean, there was I mean, Cindy Carrasco was a competent, very good candidate, had uh, big money uh, injected into her campaign. Um, but, I, I mean, Ryan Mears still won big. Moving forward, I mean, looking at, you know, we're going to have to elect a, a mayor in Marion County. You and I don't live in Marion County, but people are going to have to decide. You know, Hogsett said he's 50-50 and running or not. Uh, moving forward, what are people going to have to decide to do in Marion County? And are Republicans, uh, are they going to inject more money to Republican candidates in Pack Marion it up. County? Pack it up. It's, o- so? it's, it's, it's over. There's no point. And again, you can blame the Indiana General Assembly in many cases for, for a lot of what happened because these Republicans gerrymandered this district, this congressional district, to where they made Andre Carson's blue district more blue to save the 5th congressional district. So you got no chance there. Grabowski ran more ads and was more places than any candidate I've ever seen running against Carson, and she got smoked the same way everybody always gets smoked. So write that one off. The other problem is Mary County has become so bad that anybody with any common sense other than, I guess, the Hammers, has moved out of (laughs) Mary County. uh, uh, Mears won by basically the voter registration, 60-40. You're not going to overcome that. Nobody good is going to run for mayor because why would you subject yourself to that? You can't you can't break that just just bond with the straight ticket voting the same way as the Democrats in Indiana as a collective might as well pack it up because Diego Morales was about as bad as a candidate as you can possibly get and he got fifty four percent of the vote. The straight ticket voting, the lazy voter, is too entrenched and whether it's Marion County or the state of Indiana, it's just. It's an exercise of futility. By the way, I thought it was interesting. Our uh, news gathering partners, Wish TV, in this article about you know Hogshead's fifty fifty running. We got the another uh, a Democrat uh, probably going to launch a campaign here soon, and they also mentioned Abdul. Yeah, our own Abdul. Is, yeah, but but, it's, but, it's, but this is my point. It's like if you're Abdul, and he kind of alluded to this the other day. I don't want to yeah. speak for Abdul, and we'll see what he does. But if you're Abdul, and you looked at those election results, a well funded, at least by Marion County Republican woman. Uh, great professional background, squeaky clean, no, you know, no, this was a terrible candidate, can only get 40%. Yeah. Why would Abdul, who, let's face it, a lot of what Abdul does to earn a living would have to go away for the next year. Yeah. Why would you do that to get beat 60-40? I will ask him tomorrow at about 3.30 okay. when we, uh, when he and I have him on the program. Can you stick around for one more segment? Sure. Because I want, to, I want to get your thoughts about uh, Donald Trump. I think it sounds to me like you've broken up with Trump. And uh, this is big news here. Yes. Uh, here on yes. the station. So uh, back with another segment with Rob Kendall coming up next. It's the Hammer Nigel Show.